because we'll see each other again in our dreams. I'll see you in our dreams. And there, there we'll make love, and we'll be in love. And there won't be anything to keep us apart ever again. He wanted to touch her one more time, but didn't. He turned and walked away toward his waiting horse. Chapter One Old Mexico was behind Creed, for now. He might go back there again, some day, who knew? Not he, although he suspected that he might be forced to return before he'd go voluntarily again. For the moment, Creed was willing to risk his life by going home to the girl and the land he loved, Texada and Texas. To him, they were almost synonymous. Both represented the future, his future, their future, together if it could ever be. It could, he told himself, as long as he could breathe and could determine his own destiny. The road home lay through Victoria County. Riding with Creed were his friends, Jake Flewellen, Bill Simons, the Reeves brothers, Kent and Clark, and the Golahar brothers, Crit and Charlie. Creed's friends had gone to Mexico to save his hide from the Golahars, who had gone there to kill Creed for shooting their younger brother Champ in the back. Creed hadn't been able to convince Crit and Charlie with words that he had shot Champ only after the kid had fired at him first and then tried to run away. But he hadn't been able to prove the truth of his words by his noble actions in the battle for Matamoros. Not only did they believe him, they were now willing to accept him as their leader. Of course, Creed was unaware that the Golahar's newfound friendliness toward him ran that deep. As far as he was concerned, they were merely along for the ride, seeking safety in numbers. They were wise to do this, of course, and Creed was actually glad to have them along. A fellow never knew when a pair of extra guns might come in handy, especially when his trail took him through Victoria County, a place that many considered to be lawless and wild even before the war between the states made so many good men into outlaws of one kind or another. Creed could have chosen to swing west and go through Goliad, but his heart was in a hurry to get home to Lavaca County. And whenever a man let his heart lead him through dangerous country, he was inviting trouble to ride with him. The town of Victoria was only an hour's ride in front of them when Creed and the others came to the crossing at Colito Creek. Flooding from centuries of heavy rains had left the creek bottom strewn with brush-covered sandbars, separating several branches of the rocky stream bed, all of them dry now except the middle one. Cottonwoods and live oaks, whose summer green was now yellow and orange, grew everywhere in abundance. Among them were the evergreen anaquas, which were colloquially known as knockaway trees. Their dense foliage offered good cover for wildlife, whether it was feathered, four-legged, or two-legged. A man on horseback would have a tough time spotting any fowl or beast in this thick brush, especially on a dark gray day such as this one was. If the war had still been on, Creed would have halted his men at the crest of the slope above the creek and sent a scout ahead to check out the other side of the stream before riding down to the water. But the war was over, officially, that is, and there wasn't supposed to be anything or anybody to worry about. Creed wasn't thinking in war terms. His mind was elsewhere, back in Hallettsville with Texada. Instead of scouting ahead, he and his friends rode casually down the decline and into the creek. "'Hold up there!' shouted someone hidden among the trees. The sudden sound of a strange voice snapped Creed out of the reverie in which he had been indulging. 
In the very instant that Texeda's image vanished from his mind, he drew his colt from the holster he wore on his left side of his belt buckle and simultaneously reined in Nimbus. The others reacted in a similar fashion, each man pulling a six-gun and reining in his horse. Like creeds, their eyes darted from tree to tree in search of the man who would challenge them. "'No need for that now,' shouted the hidden man. "'We don't want no killing here.' "'Then what do you want?' demanded Creed, still trying to locate the speaker. "'All we want is your horses and your weapons and any food y'all might have. "'We'll take your money, too, but I doubt that y'all got any.' Like the good soldiers that they had been in the recent war, Creed, Flewellen, Simons, and the Reeves brothers sat tall, showing no fear by holding their ground and waiting for the right moment to act. The Gullahars were a different story. Both of them were all afraid for their insignificant lives and weren't sure of what to do or when to do it. Inexperienced in the ways of battle, they slumped down on their saddles, seeking protection from the would-be bushwhackers behind their horses' necks.